Shabbat Shalom! I hope you guys had an amazing Feast of Tabernacles, the season of joy, Sukkot. Got a couple of clips here to show you just what we've been up in Oregon and really missed so many of you this year. What a crazy year it's been, but Yahuwah is with his people and we are blessed. I am gonna be taking a sabbatical for the next four weeks. So please keep in touch with us through Facebook and our social media and Torah to the Tribes forward slash connect. Remember to connect with us on all of our Zoom platforms and keep the fellowship going. And please consider donating to Torah to the Tribes to continue to support this ministry because I am excited to press into Yahuwah and to seek his face to come together with you with a new series, I pray the revelation will come so the dissemination of the biblical truth will happen for us in this next season that we're going in. I just wanna thank you all for the continued support that we've just had a year revelation in the COVID crazy world of 2020. Who would have believed it? What a time that we're living in. Stay strong, stay faithful, and do not give any ground to the enemy. They're pressing hard, but Yahweh should have filled you up as he's filled me up in this season of joy. Hey, check out this clip and see how much fun we've been having at the Feast of Tabernacles here in Oregon. Oh, last great day of the feast, and what a blessing, what a blessing. So we're gonna bring in the time of Kedoshah holiness with uh, blowing of the shofar. Israel, come on through. <coughs> and again. Raise it up, raise it up, raise it up. We're trying to raise up the next generation of shofar blowers. I'm going to read to you from my uh, scriptures here. This this. Bible I've had for many, many years, and you can see, I'm going to read to you out of uh, John chapter 7, and you'll notice it is ripped. This page is ripped. Now, I'm not sure which one of my children, when they were nursing, with their little hands, reached across and ripped the scriptures, but I know for a fact that is why it is ripped. So, you know, raise up your children in the word of Yahuwah. Teach them as they walk by the way, as they rise up and they lie down. That's the true blessing. We are on this final, final day of Sukkot. We're in a new season. We're coming into a season of tri tribulation, a season of trial in the world. But the feasts 
are always a time of supplication, of coming together and holiness, a time of getting that living water. But we don't just have to wait for the feasts because we get to have that living water every Shabbat, but every day when we seek the Master. Because right here in the Scriptures, I'll have to paraphrase the first few verses I want to read because they don't... They've been torn out of my scriptures by one of my nursing children. And it says thus in John chapter, not sure what chapter, six or seven, page 1674 of this Bible. But it does says that when Yahushua went up to the temple, we know in this specific chapter, chapter six or seven, that this is the time of the Feast of Tabernacles. This is Sukkot. And what we find written here is Yahushua declared in the hearing of everybody, how did this man come to know and have so much wisdom? And he declared to them, my doctrine is not from Calvary Chapel. No, he didn't say that. He said, my doctrine is not my own. Everything that he said came from the Father, and our doctrine cannot be our own. How did we end up at Torah to the tribes? Because our doctrine is not our own. It must come from the Father through the Son and be disseminated to the nations on his Sabbaths on his feasts and festivals, because that is what is going to gather in the children of Israel from the nations. But you'll notice Yahushua uses a phrase that comes up in this chapter many times. He who sent me. He who sent me. He who sent me. If anyone wills to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrine whether it be from Yahuwah or whether I speak on my own authority. He who speaks from himself seeks his own glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Did not Moshe give you the Torah? Yet none of you keeps the Torah. Why do you seek to kill me? Are we getting like flybys here from the New World Order? What the heck is that? It's not a bomber. It's okay. But that was that was like a World War II plane, wasn't it? Crying out for the minute. Making me nervous. Right? The military's coming out. The military, military industrial complex, looking for our Suko hiding place, but we are under the cover, yeah. not only of his wings, but we've got some great big oaks here, like mm. the oaks of Mamre, right? But we find here in the 20th verse, um, the 19th verse, did Moshe give you the Torah? Yet none of you keeps the Torah. Why do you seek to kill me? We're not going to skip over that verse, because that's what this ministry is all about, mm. is that we are in the fullness of the living water, mm. but we're not going to skip over the Torah. We're not going to skip over the feasts. We're not going to skip over his Sabbaths, because we're going to find when we do those things, we are going to come to this next section of Scripture. Mm. The people answered and says, Do you have a demon who is seeking to kill you? Or in modern parlance, are you some kind of conspiracy theorist? 
What are you, some kind of conservative? You're not going along with our dehumanization program, and they hate you without a cause. Modern parlance, do you have a demon? Well, the thing is, is they can't distinguish between what is holy and profane, so of course they switch and confuse it all. They call what is righteous, unrighteous, right. and what is immoral, moral. And of course, the scripture condemns them. So we find there is more word that comes forth from this section of scripture. And Yahushua responds, I did one work right. and you all marvel. Right. Moshe therefore gave you circumcision. Not that it is from Moshe, but from the fathers. Mm -hmm. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man received circumcision on the Sabbath, so that the Torah of Moshe should not be broken, are you angry with me? Because I made a man completely well on the Sabbath. Do not judge according to appearance, but judge to righteous judgment. Well, the righteous judgment is contained into the Torah. So right. when you want to make a judgment on how to live, you go to the scripture. That's what Yahushua is teaching. And then, by keeping the Sabbath, because that's a righteous judgment, you're going to find what? You're going to find that you will become completely well, meaning restoration will start to permeate your very, very life. All of this, and they start to wake up and go, could this possibly be the Mashiach? These words are so profound. But these words we've heard from Moshe all the way up to this day. Then I skip down, and we find something fascinating in the 32nd verse. The Pharisees heard the crowd murmuring these things concerning him, and the Pharisees and the chief priests sent, sent officers to him. Then Yahushua said to them, I shall be with you just a little while longer, and then I go to him who sent me. Why does this phrase keep popping up in this text? You will seek me and not find me, and where I am, you cannot come. Then the Jews said among themselves, Where does he intend to go that we shall not find him? Does he intend to go out into the diaspora, out into the dispersion, the exile, the nations, where the ten northern tribes have been scattered abroad? And then James follows up in the first verse, of course, of James, and says to the twelve tribes, scattered abroad and to the Greeks and to those and teach the Greeks what is this thing that he has said you will seek me and not find me and where I am you cannot go and on the last day that's today that great day of the Feast of Tabernacles Yahushua stood and he cried out saying if anyone thirsts let him come to me and drink. The living water is being manifest. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow waters of living water. This is the prophecy of the last great day. But what we find here in this Feast of Tabernacles, he who is sent... Yahushua is giving them everything, but can they understand it? This ministry has tried to disseminate truth, and so many have kicked against the goads when it comes to this very thing.
He who is sent from on high down low. What is it talking about? Ultimately, it's talking about the picture that Moshe received from the heavenly mountain, the heavenlies, excuse me, coming down to the mountain in Sinai in the full manifestation of the Malkizedic Book of the Covenant Priesthood. He who is on high will be sent down low to manifest full redemption. What this is talking about goes all the way back to the mountain. Everything that was revealed to Moshe was from on high to be manifest down low. But we're so ignorant, we've been so overcome by the world that we don't understand that Yahusha then brings it into a parable before the people. He who is sent represents the high priest. And the high priest is the one that would do the water libation ceremony. And the water libation ceremony that the high priest would perform before all Israel on the last great day is that he would take a water pitcher from up on high at the Temple Mount and he would descend through the streets of Jerusalem in a procession down to the pool of Siloam where he would collect that water from the pool of Siloam and the people then would gather in that processional and they would follow him all the way back up on high. But he would be led by a flute player. And the flute player that would lead the procession from the pool of Ceylon from on high, down low, down low, up on high would be called the pierced one. The pierced one would lead and bring forth the waters of salvation. Mm, hallelujah. He would come on from high, the heavens. He would descend down low, mankind and redemption. He would be the living water. He would be led by the pierced one, where he would then come up and do the waters of redemption. He would pour that living water into one funnel, and they would pour Kiddush into the other funnel, or blood, if you will, the blood, Kiddush, if you will, into the other funnel, and water and blood would pour out in the midst of them all as if he was pierced in the side, the pierced one, blood and water. And at that moment, when, then, when? Then he said, I am the living water. The Malkizedic priest has descended from on high, down low, done the waters of redemption only because he was led by the pierced one and blood and water poured out of him, reconciling us and bringing us into a season of joy. Mm -hmm. This joy. is the Malkizedic fulfillment in our days that we proclaim to the nations. And as times are pressing, as the Pharisees and the Sadducees surround us, the synagogue of Satan seeks to devour, seeks to veil the truth, and seeks to poison the DNA and blood of man. We have been cleansed, and we shall never be deceived if we hold fast 
to the living water. This is the season of joy that prepares us for a season of refining to be unleashed on the whole of the world. This is the preparation times of Mashiach. Powerful stuff. We live today. Amen. 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 Lead us in a hymn. Uh -huh. From the hands he came down, from his side he came down, from the feet he came down, and ran to the ground. Between And the blood 